Welcome to the Digital Investors Podcast with Matt and Liz Rad, where we explore how you can invest in the new digital economy with expert interviews, proven strategies, and stories of success. Get inspired to grow your portfolio for the future. We're here today. I've asked you to come along and, and twofold to chat about where you're up to and some of the things that I've that you've been doing based on our conversations and the coaching and what you're doing with your travel site, but also because you're making money off your the LLA strategy, which these guys will get access to once the course ends. But basically, it's the rank and rent websites. So I'm just thinking, where do we start? Everyone knows you guys, like that you're traveling around in this glamorous, glamorous four-wheel drive bus now. But do you want to share with us because today we want to talk about the travel niche a bit as well. Let's start mm. with the travel niche and the main site and how you got going in the travel niche. What what you've mainly done over the last couple of years together. I think I think to preface this, when I first started with with you, Manlis, I said to myself, I'm never going to create a travel <laughs> blog. Like I'm never going into the travel industry because it is far too competitive and everyone creates a travel blog. <laughs> Yeah. But and then I ate my words and yeah. now now we're into this. But yeah, essentially with sold and charcoal, what do we have? We have um we have the blog, we have Instagram, we've got a little bit of YouTube, which we're trying to get up and running. With Matt's coaching, we really want to focus on that. We know how beneficial it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yep. super important. Um, yep. Very important. And then TikTok and everything like that. Yeah. I'd say at the moment our biggest thing is instagram mm. yeah but We're trying to move away yeah away, but focus on other areas as well yeah so when when you guys when you vowed that you would never have a travel blog chris <laughs> um uh, travel <laughs> niche excuse me where <laughs> you actually got started though is because i do want to point this out to everyone listening here right that it and you guys Everyone listening, you don't all have to start this way. I actually don't recommend you start this way, but because these guys are young and hip, you started where? It wasn't with a blog. It's, that's only recent, thanks to Matt. Where did you actually start? So the guys, I think it's due to you, Beck, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we basically hit the road on Chris's income, which had become stable enough to support both of us, and that was with... That was there. Yeah, that was with agency in LLA. And yeah. LLA, yep. which we can yeah. get into. So that we knew we could start traveling with that. So off we went and I'm pretty much sitting there. I'd like a GoPro. I had my phone and I was like, I'm just going to film everything we do and post it all online because cool. it'll be fun. And it was a hundred percent just for fun. And yeah. it was just sharing our passions and yeah, that we never ever expected anything, honestly, but the support was really amazing. We had a lot of people messaging us saying oh i love what you're doing i want to see more of it and the more support we were getting the more we we grew yeah 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 so it really and, did start just like that <laughs> and where did you primarily post that's the bit because you guys take it for oh, granted for us oldies instagram. beck where did you where did you primarily it was instagram. Post? instagram instagram oh my god okay so <laughs> Sorry. here's where matt here's where matt is not always right okay <laughs> i was completely wrong on that because it's turned into this what what it is yeah. today so for all us oldies, um, maybe we've all got to start looking at bloody Instagram. But 
Uh, oh, no. And, and I think, as we all know, and we know within the champions community, there's a, a lot of champions like you guys who are very who have a creative side. You guys are really good Absolutely. with photography. And like you said, Beck, um, you did it for fun and you love it. And, Chris, you're pretty good at photography, it turns out, as well. I've yeah. since found out. I never knew that. He already yeah. was good at it when yeah. we left. That was, yeah. Originally, I used to take a lot of photography, but never really share it that much. Um, uh through my travels even before i met back yeah. and then when we started when we started traveling it was like a good excuse to do it okay let's get back into it and spend a lot more money on <laughs> photography gear yeah. <laughs> I'm, just then, then, I'm just picturing you, you act, I, I love your story back like you accidentally you know like so just to recap, guys, this is super inspirational. I'm just running this through in my own head. Yeah. These guys are making money off the digital agency strategy and the LLA strategy, which is rank and rent websites. So yeah. it's kind of like halfway between a portfolio and a digital agency strategy. They yeah. they realized we can work remotely like Nathan and Alexa and like Caleb do and like a bunch of, or seems to be all you young champions, yeah, you guys it. young. Um, and so off they trundle around Australia. And like Beck said, Beck's a really good photographer. She's real keen photography. So they start recording it as you do and yeah. sticking it on the, and sharing it. And next thing you know, that starts to take off because you, mm. and so then what, are, and we don't teach this in the course, as everyone knows, we don't teach social media stuff, but really you just, just started, didn't you? All you did yeah. was just post something. And really, when you think yeah. about it, that's like yeah. a, a, like how you start a portfolio side or an LLA side or anything. Oh, 100%. And, and, but then you guys figured out Instagram is that that's what I wanted to come to. You seem to have dialed in the yeah. Instagram thing. The funny yeah. thing is, is that websites and social media, there are similarities between the two. We're doing yeah. a lot of education on Instagram. We're doing a lot of location sharing tips, savable content. And I think what we're noticing is like different um, generations are into different ways of getting what they need. So yeah. millennial generation is quite big on Instagram. Gen Z yeah. is quite big on TikTok. So yep. it's just different ways of getting quite similar information. And then having, but being across all of them, I mean, Google, everyone's on Google. Like everybody's on the yep. website. So yeah. having a whole portfolio across the social medias and across you need your website is is the winner. But most importantly, it drives a lot of traffic back to our website. Yeah, it does. Yep. Which is Matt's been coaching us, the two core assets that we have <laughs> site yeah. and and the youtube as well because they kind of go hand in hand which you guys never yeah. had because i can remember when you first started talking to me and saying oh matt we're doing all the stuff you're teaching champions but on instagram and it's it's gone yeah. really well yeah. um and i just straight away said and i'm telling everyone listening to this i had big concerns didn't i i said to you, oh, you yeah. guys need to be built why aren't you building because i was on the call looking up salt and charcoal your website and going why is there nothing on here What's what are you two doing <laughs> Post, post, post. You've got he, such a brilliant... because you don't in the background he, groaning because I don't want to travel blog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, because I thought it was too competitive, yeah. but I Ooh. was very, very wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When, when yeah. we first left, Chris literally said to me, the one thing we will never have is a travel blog. And I was like, well, that's a shame because <laughs> we're going to be travelling a lot, but okay. But in the back of my mind the whole time, I was like, we're going to have a travel 
Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. And 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 guys, can you share with everyone in terms of success on Instagram? Where did you start noticing it? Like numbers? Everyone here knows, you know, about SEO and stuff. Tell, let's see what social media can do. Wait till you guys hear this All is right. awesome. So what, what sort of numbers when, were you bragging to me when you this started to take off I for reckon, you? Yeah. I reckon, I remember when we hit a thousand followers, I was like, wow, we're in, we're in big digits here. I've never, you know, that happened quite fast. Because yeah. you guys back then, like really, you know, had no database, knew no one, no. nothing. No. So from zero. It was just mum and, and yeah. our families commenting yeah. and liking things. And a couple of, <laughs> couple of us champions. Yeah, a couple of you guys, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And then um, it was when we started realising we could get to 10,000, but there was a really weird time where we started realising you do have to be really consistent. The more consistent you are, the better results you get. Mm, And we were travelling and I was sort of going, hmm, like maybe we should just stop doing this, you know. it's um, We should just focus on our travels. I think we're getting a bit too much into this. And I remember Chris was like, oh, I do see something here. We're getting traction. We're being consistent. If we keep it up, we could really make something, you know, we could we could get this quite big. So we pushed through that weird in the middle bit where we were like, what is going on here? And then we switched into business mode and we're like, okay, just keep on repeating the same thing that's working, Awesome, you know, and really got into mm. it. And that was when it did grow exponentially. But yeah, from there. and which is very similar to a website. Yes, it? It yes, I right. always think that. At the start, it gave us like a little bit of a spike and then so you get a little bit of effectiveness, yeah. <laughs> which is what Google does, a little bit of yeah. a spike yeah. and then and then there's a there's a long period of growth and oh, that yeah. growth for us was probably a year. Yeah, it's so yeah. consistent. Sorry, sorry that not growth, that um, flatline or slow, slow yes. growth was about a year and then and then one day we woke up and it just really went off oh, quite quickly. Quite recently. In, yeah. in the last um, how many months? Uh, probably three months, last three months. We maybe. tripled our following yeah. from All just right. a few, a handful of pieces of content we put out. Yeah, it was it was incredible. And yeah. that has really opened up opportunities and doors. Um, but, yeah, it was basically overnight. <laughs> and you've had some... Uh, 100,000 plus views and stuff on certain videos, yeah. haven't you? Just to put in perspective for us, here we all are. You guys know what it's like building portfolio yeah. sites and when you're starting out. And, and you know, local sites oh, might yeah. bring in a couple of hundred people a month. You guys are getting 100,000 views, weren't you, on certain We're getting on- in the millions. We've had um, two-point-something two two. million. Yeah. Incredible. On a, that was Honestly. actually on a paid partnership. Well, yeah, recently, yeah, that so, was a video on a paid partnership. We got them two point something yeah, million views, is not normal. Yeah, that guy was yeah. very happy. <laughs> so, guys, this is all right. Now we're getting into the interesting bit that I did want to bring it in monetizing this because here's where. So, everyone listening to this, this is through Instagram. The guys have just applied. As Beck said, I love how you worded it, Beck. It's just the same process as what we do with any of our digital skills we learn here in the Champions Program. Yep. And you're stuck at it consistently following Matt's graph and then it's <laughs> just gone exponential. In So once you get, obviously on Instagram, what everyone needs to understand hearing here is, this is my opinion because I'm old school, but mm-hmm. I said to the guys, social media traffic in our experience doesn't convert as well. So you do need those much bigger numbers. So what I said to the guys is what we need to do is get some of that traffic over to good old-fashioned websites and a YouTube channel or something like that. But, and an email list. 
Yeah, which we now and an email list. Well. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But prior yeah. to that, what sort of monetization um, opportunities started to come your way? Because you guys have done quite well. What share with us some of the awesome gigs you've been got that you have Ooh. had land not land on yet. You've created this, but yeah, what what yeah. what's some of the cool stuff that started to happen for you? At, at the start, I think the first one was just under 10,000 followers. We just, uh, tourism tourism uh, companies or government tourism organizations started reaching out to us and being like, would you like to come on this trip for free? And you can just take some photos and stuff and um, yes. have, yeah, have a good time. And so that was nice. awesome. And then our yeah. first big break, I think, in terms of uh, like an overseas very large tourism body was Abu Dhabi. We were just under 20,000 <laughs> followers. Wow. And we had only been at it for a year and a half. And yep. they was an all-expenses, five-star resort paid trip to Abu Dhabi for five days. And they did. Awesome. It was like, obviously, it's you weren't getting paid. But, yeah, we got the whole yeah. trip for free, which was incredible. Incredible experience. Yeah. I mean, what what an experience. You would not have expected that as travel you weren't no. calling yourself travel bloggers at that point no, but you know no, no. literally traveling around in a four-wheel drive van around australia yeah. or wa at that point and yeah. all of a sudden you're being flown to abu dhabi five-star oh. resort and it was a, it was this. like the opposite of what we do we live in a bus that has no toilet and no shower and then all of a sudden we're in a five-star yeah. resort in abu dhabi <laughs> 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 and oh, and I think true. it's around then. Is that when I when you told me that? That's when I said to you guys, "Hey yeah. guys, you're sitting on a. This is a real business here. This could be yeah. way bigger than what you realize." Yeah. And my first thought to you, and I'll share this with everyone who's thinking of doing this. Again, I want to reiterate: you don't have to do this through social media. It's just how um, Chris and Beck have done it. But my first thought was, okay. We've got to get serious here now because you're starting to get corporates find you and reach out. You're going to get a lot of corporate sponsorship because we know other people in the travel niche who do really well. And it's always they get fully sponsored by Canon or Rico or what or you know, all the or the camera guys. And I remember that's when I said to you guys, I'm Googling away salt and charcoal and going, uh-uh, if I'm a what I said to the guys, I'm going to share the same coaching that I did with the guys at that point. I said to them, you guys are young and hip and influencers and on Instagram and you think that's all so cool. Old buggers like me who are working at Canon and or the big corporates who've got the big, big money, they will look at Instagram, but I can tell you the main place they're going to check out because they want to put their corporate advertising is your website. It is your number one asset. And so everyone listening still, I know social media is incredibly exciting, especially when you hear these sorts of numbers, you know, hitting a million views and all that You're sort right. of stuff. You got to make money somewhere, right? Think mm. business-wise, the corporates are always, always, always going to look at your LinkedIn profile, um, your mm. WordPress website, because if they're thinking of sponsoring you or buying you, you want to be thinking about that. Or... Um, they will look at your YouTube channel. So can you imagine what I said to the guys, what corporate's going to buy you out for millions of dollars if they can't find your website yeah. or there's nothing yeah. on there? They're not going to buy you out for millions of dollars on your Instagram account. Uh, highly unlikely. They'll pay you to be an, an influencer. Mm. So if you start thinking long-term, so guys, that's why mm. then Chris and Beck, full credit to them, 
Now they just went for it. They they said, yeah, yeah. We, well, no, you didn't at first. I have to keep pushing you along. Yeah, like you like did. you said, you Chris, yeah. you didn't want to ever own yeah. a travel blog. But this well, is, it's interesting yeah. you say that, Matt, because there was a few times where a partnership came through and they said what actually got you over the line was us looking at your website. <laughs> and Chris at that oh. stage, so that was bang on, like bang on coaching. Yeah. And Chris even said, you know, with our skills that we've learned from Matt and Liz, this is a huge advantage in any niche, oh. including travel, because yep. we're up against people who don't have those skills. So yeah. we're able to, yeah. I think, really I think, yeah. That's a I, really good point, Beck. You yeah. can present yourself to corporates, whereas most, so everyone listening, this with is your opportunity, skills. right, in the travel niche. Think about it. Most travel influencers are all just like Chris and Beck originally thought, just on Instagram, yep. right? Or TikTok. Mm, yeah. You yeah. guys now got the, everyone listening to this have the skills to be full on professional. And yeah. it's as simple as just set up your website and stick all your stuff that's on Instagram yeah. on your website. And you can present yourself to a corporate. So then corporates can see there's an asset that I can either, you know, pay lots of money to be on the homepage. It's like our mate Al yes. with his car site all those years ago. If he'd just stuck this, he didn't use social media at all. And, mm -hmm. you know, he would never be where he is unless he'd set up a full-on proper website where he got mm -hmm. who? All the all the big car advertisers advertising on that, on that mm -hmm. site. Yeah. For millions and millions of dollars and it's the same in any niche and particularly in travel and i really like what you just said beck that mm. your competitors out there they, they don't have these skills they're not doing no. that and, and it's no. been pretty simple hasn't it chris well it has been simple and this is what i this is what i didn't realize right at the start and what not a lot of people kind of realize about the, the corporate um travel bodies that um so for example let's say in perth you've got um yep. okay what is it? Okay, Perth or visit Perth. You've got the Perth is okay. Perth is okay. You've got the tourism websites, westernaustralia.com. Yep. For them to write, first off, they have to pay an Australian writer. There might be $500 per blog post. And then second off, they have to pay for images as well. They don't take mm -hmm. their own images. So each image they purchase is about $500 to get those rights. That's, yep. it can be, and it'll be a lot more like the good yep. photographers will charge thousands of dollars. So all of a sudden, when these companies were trying to purchase our images, I realized why they were so slow because I'm looking at our blog and I'm like, we've got thousands of keywords here and we're almost ranking, uh, you know, it's now at the point where we post an article and if we've targeted the keyword right, we're in number three, in the number three position within two Love weeks, it. two, three weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, why are these huge corporates with a lot of money not doing this? First off, they don't really know the skills that Manless teaches. But second off, yep. <laughs> because they're so slow and they have to spend a lot of money for yep. the article. That's what I didn't realize right at the start. And so the competitive advantage is that we travel around, we can take some photography and quickly whip up an article. And anyone could do that within their city as well. Yeah. And beat the big corporates to the punch um, because they can't move fast enough. Yep. We have better and, information, and better images, everything. And, gee, I'm going to bring you back in time here, Chris Dinham. Do you remember <laughs> coming to live boot camps and hearing our boys give virtually the same presentation that you just gave, the same what? bit of advice to champions? Do you what? remember that? All yeah, those do, years yeah. ago, many, many years ago, when he was starting out, he said exactly the same. He'd say even in the car niche, which is hugely competitive, mm -hmm. and I've got a feeling, Chris and Beck, you've helped all of us just possibly stumble upon an even 
easier niche than what we thought because mm-hmm. you've yeah. just found the loophole. That's that is absolute gold. You, everyone listening, you got to realize the bit. This is what our boys used to say in the carnage the big corporates they can't catch any of us doing this, and that's in a super competitive niche like cars. But you would have thought it's in the travel, but it sounds like travel niche is actually easier than the car niche based on what you're saying. Travel niche is very easy. If you do good keyword research and like, you know, good long tail. Yeah, yeah. There's that. There's so many keywords. Like everyone could do a travel blog here and we still wouldn't uh, stand on each other's feet. There is is so much keywords and travel. Um, But yeah, look, it's, it's, yeah, I think because of that, you've got such an advantage and then that's where the sales come in because mm. the corporates know to build a website of possibly um, a large size is going to cost a million dollars. So why don't they just yep. buy a they travel buy blog it. that's already pre-built? Mm. Uh, and cheaper. it comes with a following and recurring revenues and mm. a recurring and what we used to, what we used to call like even 10 years ago, we were teaching this a sticky list. That's what the big corporates are looking for. And, and that's the beauty of, I'll circle back to where Matt's always has been wrong on social media. I do begrudgingly admit now combining that social media creates this massively attractive thing to, that's a technical term, but (laughs) it makes it very attractive to these corporates because they can see it's, it's sticky. That was the the corporate term, especially with your E and you guys have been smart and you've listened to me, you're building an email list the the WordPress oh. blog, but also in this day and age, I do want to now. People think of YouTube as a social media channel. I don't anymore. I look at what corporates look at. Mm. I see YouTube as an asset. Now it goes mm. hand in hand with the blog. And I said to the guys, you, the guys were really focused on Instagram. Again, the corporates are always looking at YouTube and stuff. I would definitely mm. build a following okay. on YouTube. And it's also really, there's a lot of big advantages to building a serious YouTube channel from an yeah. SEO point of view as well, because who rules the roost with SEO? It's yeah. Google. Yeah. It's not Instagram. Absolutely. Instagram and Google punch on. I, don't, yeah. I personally reckon Google's not a big fan of Instagram secretly, mm. But if you can get a big following on YouTube, you, I'll put money on it. Google will promote oh, you through their I think SEO. You're right you there. watch. But I, I th- think you're right there. I think one thing, though, that Beck is actually incredibly good at with and the benefit of Instagram for like creating your blog and creating videos as well on YouTube is the community within Instagram. Ah, that's I interesting. Think yep. If you look at it that way, and especially... <laughs> Um, I guess we can talk about this later, but the day and age where AI is starting to come in and we're starting to get a lot of like, you know, articles that are created by AI, the the advantage for people like us, especially within the travel industry, is community mm. because AI can never replicate something like that. Mm. And, um, and like, for example, like this, you know, your Manila's e-business institute, AI could never replicate a community that's right. the supportive and everyone's going to always go to that. So that's where Instagram I think gives that um, real advantage, not a specifically SEO advantage, but advantage as a business mm. to talk directly to the customers and figure out what they want. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what community that is for us. Obviously, that's travel or van life or bus building. But for other people, it's arts and craft or pets or plants mm. or whatever you're into, there'll be that community. Absolutely. And that and that's what we were talking about on Monday when when we all caught up, 
the, guys, this is what I also want you all to realize. This is super exciting. So in the travel niche, I think like as Chris and Beck have just shared, it's possibly way easier than what all of us ever thought because like what Albors said to us all those years ago in the car niche, mm -hmm. the big corporates can't catch this. And the big corporates, to them, they don't want to start from scratch and build some travel site. Mm -hmm. They have no yep. interest in it. They want people like you guys to go out there and do it. And if you're successful, they'll just say, here's 10 million bucks, go away, oh, or, or please stay with us for a million bucks a year and we'll give you 10, 10 mil or whatever it is. Oh. And because they want they want the, the big, big following. But following on from that, what we talked about on Monday, here's the other big advantage of what Chris and Beck are doing and what all of us are doing in the Champions Program. If you follow the, the full strategy that we talk about, like building your SEO footprint and building a YouTube channel and all that sort of stuff, it's what beats AI, okay? It cannot be replicated. I, I'm going to come back to what Chris just said there. Guys, this is a big, huge take-home lesson for our community. You need to hear what Chris just said. It's what Liz and I have been saying for quite some time now, but it's the one thing. So I personally, I'm a fan of AI, what's happening in the AI written content space. It's it's absolutely fascinating. I'm testing it out heaps. But at the end of the day, so Liz and I are always, you know, theorizing and talking to people and getting around, chatting to people. And this is how Chris and Beck ended up here today, by chatting to Chris and Beck, just seeing what they're seeing. But this is real content because it's community-based. And, you know, you guys, no one can fake what you guys are doing. You, it's obvious you're actually living in a bus and you are filming <laughs> yourselves as you go around Australia. That's what people want. They want to yeah. see your real experience. That can't be faked. And, guys, going forward, everyone listening here, that is going to become hugely, hugely valuable web assets. I don't want to see anyone just sticking it on social media because that, that just goes off into the past in, in it's not an asset make sure you're getting it onto an actual blog and Definitely. listen to listen to chris like he said even if you vowed you'd never set up a travel blog because it's too competitive you've since found well that paradigm's just smashed because yeah. it, it's yeah. actually way easier than what you thought it's mm -hmm. just got to have a go it's probably out of bar lla sites because they're quite easy to rank um yeah it's probably the fastest ranking site that we've ever had. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. it's because it's fed by that. real signals from for, that Google's yeah. looking for. Yeah. And yeah. this is why I do want to reiterate something. Uh, like I'm saying it to you too as a private coaching call, but to everyone listening as well, is this is why a YouTube channel is hugely, hugely important. I know mm. a lot of, you know, <laughs> you youngins don't think YouTube's as cool as. Instagram or whatever, but from an SEO nerdy point of view, oh, I'm telling so you, YouTube rocks because Google knows it's real. Google has mm. all the control. You got to think it through, guys, what's practically happening. Google have outright said they can't access the firewall behind anything from Facebook, right? So mm. they're not 100% sure what's real, whether traffic's real, the links or whatever. Uh. Whereas with YouTube, Google owns YouTube. They know it's one. They they can check it out. So my yeah. little humble common sense guess mm. is Google puts a lot of weight on the EAT score, expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness, and experience mm. through SEO factors like YouTube and stuff. And, you know, even Google themselves are saying YouTube's important, especially when it feeds in with your website. So going forward, you guys are laughing. You're building a massive, massive asset for yourselves. 
and and there's there's lots of opportunities there for you in the travel niche as we've discussed there's there's lots of other monetization um opportunities for you as mm-hmm. well um which you're yeah. already discovering like affiliates um and even ads but for you guys it's exciting times because also the double whammy of the seo in that niche is this is where you're getting discovered by these corporates and tourism yeah. bodies and stuff like that it's super cool every time i speak to you you're off somewhere else fully paid um yeah. or now you're actually being paid to do gigs aren't you yeah so that's now we're to the point in where instead of just going places for free they pay us mm-hmm. to go those places which is which yep. is really awesome and i'm um, didn't think our life would ever go that way in terms of like <laughs> yeah. talent, yeah. but and now we have a talent manager. manager. Yeah, yeah. As well. right. Oh so, wow, moving up in the world, guys. Yeah. You got it's a so talent fantastic. manager. Yeah. Because she does all the reaching out and networking, and she's got all the contacts, so we don't need to sit there emailing and cold calling or all of that work. She does it and puts out our portfolio and gets us the gigs, and she takes a, a cut. So wow, <laughs> that is so it so gets easier. Yeah, it gets easier. So all you got to do is just keep up the traffic, keep yeah. posting, yeah. and doing what you love, oh, yeah. which is traveling around and talking about your travels, life in Absolutely. a van. Absolutely, just yeah. having a great time and sharing yeah. it. But on the YouTube thing, you sparked something, and I did want to say, um, from a content creator's point of view, and this is something Chris and I talk about a lot. You post on Instagram, you post on Facebook or TikTok, your video or mostly with Facebook and Instagram, is relevant for a few days, maybe a couple of weeks. But the good thing about YouTube, like you said, it's an asset. It's relevant for a long time. And we have noticed um, Instagram doesn't look after their creators as much as YouTube does. Yeah, that's That's a really important point. YouTube will pay for views a lot of money. If you're getting a lot of views, you potentially can earn thousands, if not millions of dollars. Yeah, we're obviously quite small, so it will take a lot of time to get to that kind of a position. But it is you will be rewarded. Whereas with Instagram, yes, we can pick up brand deals and partnerships and things like this through it, but we're not getting paid from Instagram, and it's very unlikely that we will. And so on that as well, what you harp on all the time about that is (laughs) reoccurring revenue. So if you talk about revenue where you've done all the hard work at the start and then you can sit back and reap the benefits later and if you for example get sick or something like that you still have that reoccurring revenue coming through youtube is a platform like that because your 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 videos continuously um increase Mm -hmm. in views over time because it's evergreen content and so you just get paid for advertising just like adsense on your um blogs consistently where Instagram, you know, you have to be doing brand deals oh. and you always have to be doing new projects to earn the money. It's more work, yeah, more yeah. time. It's more work. Yeah. But it, yeah. So that, and I do want to clarify something because someone was typing into the chat there. Yeah. Um, you, you still don't, when I say you own the asset on YouTube, I'm talking about the content asset. So mm. hear what Beck just said. On Instagram and TikTok, it, it's kind of, to me, it's ephemeral. Like it, it's there for a couple of days and it's just gone. Yeah. And you can never find yeah. it again. Has anyone been on Facebook and you, know, you find a really cool post? Two days later, you just can't find it. Whereas on YouTube, you own the content asset. Okay, you don't own YouTube, and the, but it's a content mm. asset. This is what you need to be thinking of as your assets these days as content. And they feed your blog. They should go hand yes. in hand. Every time you post on YouTube, you do the same thing on your blog and you you just point people to either or, but 
that people could some people prefer to watch it on youtube but some people are happy to sit on your blog and watch it but in, most importantly is that you imagine guys here's a theoretical question for you right you come across the head buying agent for canon and he says all right and and you're chatting to him you get on really well you say you meet him in for coffee in exmouth your favorite place and he, he wants to meet chris and beck the famous chris and beck he's there on holidays with his family and you're sitting there chatting and and he really likes you You get on really well and he says look we want to use you guys and and he says what's your best what's your best videos that you've ever done and and beck lights up and goes i got this one with millions of views it's of chris and i swimming with the sharks at exmouth or whatever and he goes cool show it to me and you go oh crap we can't because it's on instagram and he's just like and he's bored then (laughs) it takes 10 minutes for you to hunt through versus oh let's just go to my youtube channel go and check it out just look it up there or go to our blog and check it out so he even better you flip open your laptop you're on starlink it's you know it all works perfectly you show him the blog article he sees it there and you go oh by the way we can go to youtube and he says oh could i put a sponsorship um affiliate link under your youtube channel not a problem we can do it right now just put so the money true. in the bank account thanks uh. And also, can I put a banner ad in the right-hand widget of your blog? Yep, we could set that up for you tomorrow. It'll just cost you $50,000, but done, not a problem. <laughs> I'm just putting numbers in your in your head there. And by the way, if you want to, and you could say, look, with this awesome blog article, Canon could even be a sponsor of it. You could sponsor mm, that specific yeah. article. We could say this was sponsored by Canon, and we can go back and you could show him. He might not be very technical. Mm. You could say, hey, dude. We could actually edit this article to show that we used all all Canon um, photography gear, and we can edit it up for and it's evergreen content forever yeah. for Such our major sponsor Canon. He's yeah. going to love that. You cannot go back and re-edit your Instagram stuff. You've just no, got to no. Keep doing it's not it. relevant That's, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Nor can you update it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if you if you often travel places change or get updated or anything like that, and therefore you're able to update your your blog with that but mm. with instagram you can't update it you just have to create new ones yeah like more work. always reinventing yeah. the wheel <laughs> yeah so, we, so we are taking your advice yeah so see the beauty of it with the corporates because and i want everyone listening here you got to realize the value now going forward in this a and i driven day and age did i word that right in this age of a yeah. and i driven content Going forward, content is, and it has been for the last 10 years, but content is incredibly value, guys. It's like money Mm. in the bank. And if you've got a permanent place where your content is working, i.e. your website or a YouTube channel, what it means is, particularly on your own website, if you find out of all the pieces of content that you create, there's always going to be something that turns into what we call like a pillar article, like a, a, a major winning article. And that becomes evergreen content that you typically update once a year. So that's your asset. It's literally like owning online real estate. And that's the beauty of posting all this really Mm. cool travel stuff to your travel blog because certain articles that you guys do are going to be massive winners and hugely popular with your audience. You go, bingo, that's the one that we're going to sell really expensive advertising space on, you know, five grand for an ad or whatever. And you can just update it every year and you can auction it out each year. You know, you can say highest bidder or or if it turns into guys 
like we teach in our affiliate strategy, think about this. We just did the directory site strategy, right, with the champions this week. You know, you have those top 10 best wedding venues in South Australia. We're on your travel blog somewhere. You might have top 10 best places we visited in XYZ. And then you go mm. to each council and say, do you want to be at number one? Well, it's going to cost you five grand. Yes. Number yeah. two, that's going to cost you four grand. And Or it might be ten, top 10 best products for our four-wheel drive van. Mm. And you can just get direct sponsors to pay to be in the top one position. And, and you say it's a sponsored editorial, but that's what all these big directory sites are doing. We know they are. <laughs> so for a fact, that's you know, that's what that's how those guys are often, you know, that just completely even you don't even need to be an affiliate then. It's just so much easier just to say it's five grand to be number one, or to get a mention in this article or to get a link. So you got lots and it, what it is, it's security for you guys when you're traveling around. Not only you're just having fun, which I know you realize now, like it's awesome, Beck, to hear you say that. It all started out as a bit of fun posting yeah. this stuff, but now you're turning this into a secure asset for both your futures and not only a skill and you're still having fun with it, but okay, you got to do a little bit more work, you know, yes. like edit up a few videos and, 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 yes. you know, post them onto, but think of it as, this is like money in the bank. It's an asset or it's digital real estate. You're building this digital, every single little piece of content that you create, particularly these days, because it's so real, what you guys are doing, I would suggest it's hugely valuable, possibly more valuable than what we realize long-term. Mm, I, um, I 100% agree with you. We've had a massive shift, especially in myself, to really trying to focus in now and make something with, I mean, this opportunity is just so, we're so privileged and so grateful for it. And it's just time now to really get into it. And I think another big opportunity that I do, I, there's two more big key points that I want to cover here for everyone today, because we're, in some ways, we're just getting warmed up here. But yeah. <laughs> it just made me think of something. But I will bring up one big key strategy that I think this leads into in terms of this opportunity in the travel niche for real content, that is what Chris and Beck have been talking to me about and what all of the champions are looking at at the moment is buying up neglected mm. old travel websites. Oh, now, yeah. within this community, I was saying to Chris, it's a shame Sandra's not on today. We'll do a separate webinar with Sandra. She's just bought an awesome awesome travel website and i i'm even we'll run a separate webinar and go through it and do a, a full-on web reno on it and everything but guys if you want to crack it into this niche another really smart move is to buy up neglected mm -hmm. or forgotten old travel blogs for this very reason that they've got real content on them, just like Annette did in our digital investors program. Remember everyone, she won the best website buy of the year last year. She bought that little simple, you know, travel around Australia website that was 14 years old, had oh, hundreds and hundreds of legitimate articles on there written by amazing. retirees, gray nomads. So it was all real. And they just put it in their little grey nomad Facebook group. Oh, does anyone want to buy our thing? We're stopping our van life now. Um, make us an offer. We don't know what this website's worth. And Annette just said, I'll give you five grand for it. And the lady took it. And now that site's already making $4,000 a month. And Annette oh, now whew. is travelling around Australia, living off that off that oh, website. Brilliant. It's pretty cool. So, so you think about it, it's making four grand a month. 
that site's worth over a hundred thousand dollars now. Any day of the Amazing. week, she could sell that through like Joe Burrell or on Flipper or whatever, and she would easily get a hundred thousand dollars for that website. I mean, Chris, you and I offered her ten grand the day she bought it. We, yeah, I said yeah. straight away that site's worth ten twenty k just stand alone and wow. it turned out it was it, it she straight away got it making she combined it with her other travel blog so she was already ready and hovering around in that niche so on that note for you two you were you were saying to me you're like Annette I think you guys were a bit inspired by Annette's story you yeah. guys are let's just say more than hovering around that niche oh, you yeah. guys are fully doing this like that's your one of your big income generating sites so you guys are also looking around to buy up neglected or, yes. or we call them diamonds in the rough. Yeah, yeah definitely. There, there is a lot, Real you know, sites. there's a lot of passion travel websites out there mm. that people have maybe just stopped a year or two ago um, yep. or even, yeah, like they've gone around Aussie and they've, they've done a lot of blog but then realised that maybe blogging's not for them. Mm. Um, but yeah, because yeah, they don't you, know how to make money out of it and they don't yeah. come at it with a business strategy like you guys exactly. have. Yes. And they've typically done it during COVID or something and they're now back at work. They're, bought, you know, they're back earning a full-time income. So they think, oh, this blog's, as you guys found, takes work to post on there and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, Absolutely. so they're, they're ready to, to sell them off. Yeah. And, yeah, for you to imagine if you guys could get a really couple of cool, really good um, – uh, travel awesome. sites you would you would triple the size yeah you could triple it and you yeah. guys would know straight away really depending because obviously there's lots of different sub niches within the travel niche mm. you would guys though would know straight away how to monetize it with the same mm. existing people that are paying you affiliate commissions or corporates exactly. or whatever you've got the skill set now to easily triple kind of like what Annette did she she basically that site never made money and she got it the four grand a month but you know, even if you had a couple of little passive ones like that on the side would, would exactly. be very, very smart yeah. move for you too. We yeah. have been talking about it for a while. Definitely. If anyone knows any yeah. travel blogs or <laughs> up for send them our way. But yeah, that, that, that would be, that's kind of the next stage. Cause I think, um, uh, you know, cause you're, you're always bootstrapping these websites unless you get investments. So you're always kind of restricted on the amount of content creation you can do you know on a month-to-month yeah. -month basis you know obviously the more money you make the more content you can create on a month-to-month -month basis but yeah. buying a website really shortcuts that um and in some case you can buy the website for less than the content would cost mm -hmm. um because and, they haven't monetized it and that's very um, typical yeah. and and chris and beck and everyone listening if you've seen here's a really interesting example you guys have been traveling so much maybe you haven't seen my interview with um a young guy that I did called Benjamin um, from Treasure Hunter. They raised 10 million euro, he's German, to yeah. do exactly what you said. And uh -huh. one of the niches they target is the travel niche. That's the their travel. biggest success story. You should go on. It's a hiking website that they, they're, what they're doing is, and they said on the interview, this is why I was really interested to talk to him, um, he's just an S. He started out like everyone in Champions with an SEO agency. He's a young guy who was at uni. He learned how to do SEO, um, quit uni, started a, an SEO agency, and now he buys up websites, but for their content. 
So, oh, and they're particularly interested in passion. All they buy is passion sites. So it's got to yeah. be like in soccer or some yeah. sport or ideally travel. They love travel. Yeah. And they're big at success stories buying a hiking website, which is what Sandra just bought in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, old, I have to go check that website out, actually. A 10-year-old <laughs> hiking site or whatever. But oh. what they did, and it's something you just meant, everyone listening, you should hear the strategy. I'll just summarize it. They literally, like Chris just said, this is a so this is a big, these guys are all SEO legends, experts, been doing it for the last decade. And you know, they've raised 10 million euros. That's serious. That's getting up there for a fairly big swag of um kit to go oh, out yeah. buying websites. But what's interesting is they're not necessarily keeping the domains or anything, they're just buying them sometimes just for the content. Because, mm. like Chris said, they're finding with those old neglected. Neglected's not the word. It's just people get tired of their travel blogs, but the content on it is so valuable. These guys, kind of pseudo big corporates, are buying them up just for the content alone and sticking them on their own websites or they're doing redirects, which is really interesting and it's working really well for them. Really well. Think of that um, combined with the strategy of visual storytelling. You buy an old old blog yeah. article that's maybe a bit more wordy and then all of a sudden you port it over onto yep. your website and then add the visual aspect to it yep. um then yeah i think that's a that's a really really good quick like it's super quick right you just yeah change the text over maybe a little bit of quick edit then add images in, into it and maybe i don't know a small yep. video or something and then all of a sudden yeah you're really kind of boosting up in the rankings well, the, the, it is a big strategy out there now. These bigger corporate buyers that I'm speaking to behind the scenes who are looking to buy because they come to us and say, do you have any students selling good passion sites? That's how Treasure Hunter found us. And there's some other people that I've spoken to. They're all doing the same thing. They're buying up long-established sites just mm-hmm. for the content because it's real, particularly mm-hmm. like in those. I really like them in the passion niche, but it's interesting. That keeps coming out a lot now. You know, the pet niche, um, like, and we've in this community, we're hearing from some of the top brokers, you know, some of these pet sites and, um, you know, that's, they're really popular now. Oh, food blogs. Mm. Would you believe? I never thought food blogs would be worth yeah. as much as what they are now. Same reason it's real content. And what they do is they just buy it up because it's got the following and everything. And they either absorb it into their own existing big websites or they do redirects on. In some ways, it's easier for them just to pay a couple of million bucks for your for your yeah. little passion blog, and and yeah. get the content. So I'm not saying to sell out to them just yet. You should build no, up no. your assets. <laughs> maybe, maybe we reach out to them and just flag yeah. flag us. You know what I mean? Like, watch the space. Yeah. That's why you do interviews with me, see? Because yeah. they're all yeah, starting yeah. to see these interviews now. You want to be on our podcast. And yeah. um, because that's where they do, they're hunting around. That's a, isn't it interesting? That's how Treasure Hunter found us. You're probably already on their on their radar. <laughs> yeah, I'm Might seeing I'm seeing the trend here, Matt. You've got passion, which means you do a thorough, researched, enthusiastic job of it, so it's real. Like you said, with that comes community because people go, "This is authentic. Yep. This is real. So I'm looking for." And I mean, for all the right reasons, you're going to make the money because you're passionate yep. about it. You, you're enthusiastic. Yeah. You put in the work. It makes so much sense. That's what you yep. should be focusing on is what you're passionate about. Love it. That's how this is the <laughs> ultimate, you know, like Tony Robbins says, if, if the ideal in life is mm-hmm. if you can make money out of what you love doing, yeah. 
It's just that's why we're like so the, happy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at your phone. We enjoy it. There you go, well, mate. That, Cut that up and put that in your Instagram reel. That's the that's the quote. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, well, that's what I want to say. A big thank you to you guys because you're making a lot of us here in the, in in our community very happy by sharing your story so openly and what you're doing as you're traveling around everyone loves hearing the updates from you guys and seeing you and and for me it's a real buzz and liz to see you guys grow so much and also to see your van today looking so immaculate and and trendy it looks like New straight it looks like apartment. it's out of an instagram reel but maybe it's for Instagram. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. You, you should start an Instagram thing on how to home decorate your van. So oh, um, there you go. I'm but that. I'm sure that's a keyword of some kind. But guys, I do want to say a, a really big thank you for sharing your story today. It's just absolutely awesome. And um, I'm going to ask you to stay on and we'll answer some some questions too from everyone. But big round of applause. Thank you, everyone, for the guys to um, coming up and sharing their story today. Thank you, guys. Cheers, guys. We look forward to hearing your stories. We'll be right behind you. You've been listening to a Digital Investors podcast with Matt and Liz Rad from the eBusiness Institute. If you'd like more great content, interviews and inspiration, make sure you subscribe here in your podcast app or visit digitalinvestors.com for more insights into the future of investing online.